0: Host Beth Ann.
2: And I welcome you to ACSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to have our good friend Daniel Turner with us here in just a few minutes. I've got a few words to say, and we're going to go to the Lord in prayer first, so let's get to it. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for the God that you are, the great I am. And we thank you for all that you do for us, for watching over us. And Father, we continue to ask for your protection and your guidance. Father, we pray for a calm, your peace in the insanity of this world. Give us wisdom and discernment, Lord, to see and to know truth and for us to choose the truth, to choose you, Abba Father. We thank you again for your love and your grace and your mercy for such a time as this, we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Insanity. That's what it looks like in the world. So I thought I would look that up. Insanity. A state of being seriously mentally ill, madness, or it also had extreme foolishness or irrationally, ir- irrationality. Stupidity. The quality of a state of being stupid. Stupid. You know, we used to be told when we were in school you couldn't use the word you were trying to define in the the definition. It also said, which I liked these, these were along with the definition of stupid, boneheadedness, dim-wittedness. And I looked up traitor. A person who betrays a friend. They see me as a traitor, a sellout to the enemy, they say to a friend or a country or to principles betrayal an act of deliberate disloyalty and then i thought what about conniving given to or involved in conspiring to do something immoral illegal or harmful a heartless and conniving person i believe we've witnessed all all of these insanity stupidity traitor betrayal conniving I've personally come to the conclusion while I believe these people lack common sense intelligence, I do believe they have perpetrated crimes against the American people behind the curtain of incompetence. They're okay with us saying this, and they're okay with us calling them stupid. They don't care. They act incompetently, however, and I believe they do this purposefully. They have no love or loyalty for America, and they look at the American people with disdain. They are the elite, and we are their peasants in their eyes. Following the hoax, they even know it's a lie, they just won't admit it, of climate change, Joe Biden immediately stopped oil production in the United States and hurt the nation financially. Thousands of of Americans were out of work. Americans are paying more each day you fill up at the tank. This was not an accident. It was not done out of stupidity. This was a purposeful act to punish Americans, shift dollars and wealth and profits, squeeze out the little guy, oil producers, and control you, your jobs, your vacations, your communities, your lives. You're going to let him do that? Pulling out of Afghanistan was done with a reckless abandon. We lost 13 lives. Many Americans are stranded behind enemy lines, and billions of dollars of military equipment was forfeited. But there was absolutely no regret, no grief, as far as the administration was concerned. The only reason climate change is destroying the world is because its champion profiteers are pushing fear-mongering without political science, using scientists who are about, who are paid and bought for, I'm sorry, using political science, not science. And they manipulate energy globally, getting rich as they do. Diminishing the production of oil and claiming green is the way. Truth is, they are destroying this nation and other nations financially to make the rich richer and the poor poorer and the middle class gone. Conclusion? It isn't global warming that will bring death and misery. It's a globalist manipulating, controlling all that they can, including wars. The war in Ukraine is complicated. There are many facts that most of us don't even know. But we do know if America had stayed energy independent and not enriched, and had not enriched Russia, we wouldn't be where we are today. You know, shortly after they took office, it didn't take her long, Jennifer Graham became the Secretary of Energy. And when she was asked how we could fix this and how we could bring, uh, Uh, Make more oil here in the United States. She just laughed and scoffed. Oh, that I would have a magic wand to produce more oil in America. Oil is a global market, she told us all, controlled by a cartel called OPEC. Yet before Biden and his misfits took office, America was producing and selling our own oil. We were independent. America is now energy dependent on our enemies. Most of the pharmaceutical needs are produced in China. Biden is... Begging OPEC, Ryan and Venezuela for oil. All of them are enemies to us. We have our own. Drill, baby, drill. These globalists hate independence, and they hate the word sovereignty. Then we have Secretary of Transportation Buttigieg. And we'll just cut to the chase. What did he say? We don't want a permanent solution to short-term problems. Short-term problems? Is death A short-term problem? I think that's pretty permanent. And a permanent solution would assure we aren't in this predicament ever again. You see, it's on purpose. There is no logic nor common sense in their decisions, and their chuckling responses are insulting to all of us. There is a conclusion we should all know and understand. Conniving and corrupt behavior is causing insanity worldwide. And with that, we're going to bring on Daniel Turner of of Power of the Future. Daniel, how are you doing today?
3: Oh, Beth Ann, what a great uh, opening monologue. And if only this White House would listen to you, they would be in in much better (laughs) shape.
2: Well, we could send them some MP3 files, but I doubt that they'd get them. (laughs) (laughs) I I doubt
3: they would pay you any heed. Um, No. You know what? You mentioned... some of my favorite cabinet secretaries, Grand Holman, and obviously the little Cub Scout um, Mayor Pete, and and he, um, you know, it, it's rumored just to be to be fable. It wasn't supposedly something that she said, but the story goes when it was presented to Her Majesty the Queen of France that the peasants were starving and they couldn't afford any bread. Her reply was, "Well, let them eat cake." And the 21st century of that, uh, the, the, the Biden administration example of that is the people can't afford gas in their car and the response is, well, let them buy a Tesla. Um, but that is the example of someone who is completely out of touch with with reality and with people's suffering and hardships. And for Mayor Pete um, to, to suggest that an $80,000 car is the solution to an additional $30 a week at the gas pump, shows you how how silly these people are right they are just genuinely um and and for a while you know i've been coming on your show for years and we've talked about lots of issues for a while i would think silly and i would dismiss it but now silly is dangerous and now silly is deadly and people really are suffering terribly um and we have people like silly mayor pete with these uh uh nonsensical and offensive solutions
2: it is offensive I mean, he just flat out said we don't. We're not looking for a permanent solution to this short-term problem. What is the short-term problem? Because if they don't find a solution, that short-term problem is going to be devastating. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they tell the truth and they don't know it. No, we're not looking for a permanent solution. We're not going to make America great again. You know Cuomo said, and that's how they are pushing forward. It's a globalist agenda. It failed in the U.K., but they just keep pushing it. And, you know, telling people they're going to die in nine years, well, tell the Ukrainians and some of the Russians over there that are dying right now because we didn't stay strong as a as the United States of America. Hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Without him, we wouldn't be here. He's our power. <laughs> and, uh, visit powerthefuture.com. Help him out if you can. Because this is a, this is a problem and we've got to do what we can to turn it around. And we'll be right back. <laughs> You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Daniel, my son sent me a, a picture this morning of a red cap, like a MAGA cap, and it said, make diesel 159 again. <laughs> I loved it. Are you there, Daniel?
3: So, it's amazing that we've seen the price of diesel and, you know, a lot of people have diesel cars and diesel trucks. But, but yeah. most of our farm equipment runs on diesel, that's and, and I've talked a, a little bit about this as I have been doing a lot of media recently on, on this issue, and gas prices are bad. There's no doubt about it, and they're going to get much worse, and that's what people always put, as I'm talking to you in the background on TV, there's a Fox Chiron, and they're showing all the different gas prices and gas numbers, and those are jarring, no doubt about it, but we haven't even begun yeah. to talk about food prices because all of our beloved farmers, and I'm one of them now, as you know, yes, you are. <laughs> all of our beloved farmers all have to pay. They have to fill up their tractors, and they have to buy buy uh, pesticides and fertilizer, and they have to harvest and irrigate. And all of those prices are—we are, haven't even begun to plant yet. It's still early March. Boy, oh yeah. boy! Wait, you, you want to talk about some high prices? Wait, you buy a loaf of bread in a couple more weeks. Mm.
2: Well, you better buy them now and put them in the freezer because you can freeze bread. <laughs> it does get kind of dry if you leave it in there very long. But, you know, it's, um, it's going to get bad. And we're just barely touching the end of it. You know, I was planning on a vacation. Now I'm a little bit worried about the prices, you know, of gas trying to get there. I've already got the... Reservation on my credit card.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, they
2: have given me an X amount of time to, to, uh, to cancel it. I don't want to cancel it. I haven't had vacation in umpteenth years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, it is scary and the world situation is scary. The crime in the United States is scary. I don't think there's going to be crime where we're going, but you just never know, you know, but we can't let them scare us. You know, that's all about scaring the American people. You stay in your homes and quit spending your money on gas. And, by the way, turn that thermostat down a little bit in the summer, I mean in the winter, and turn it up a little bit more. You don't need to be quite as cool in the the summer. You know, control, control, control.
3: Yeah, and, and, and fear is a very potent tool, and and we, again, the years we've been, what I've been talking to you, I've talked a lot about how they use climate fear and climate mm-hmm. apoth- apocalyptic hysteria, et cetera, um, but, but the American people got the best example of the real power of fear. During the last two years of of, of COVID, yes, um, and and how it genuinely manipulated people, people who used to be rational and 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 intelligent are now yelling at you that when you stood up in a restaurant, you didn't put your mask back on, but when you, when you sat down, you could take it off. And when you point out, well, this doesn't make any sense. Pure fear, fear of screaming at people on a plane that you took your mask off to have a pretzel but you can sit an inch and a half away from them for a four-hour flight to to, to Florida, um, and that makes perfect sense, right? I mean, just fear as a very potent tool, and we're seeing a lot of fear of nuclear war, um, and, of course, climate fear is the fear I deal with the most, Um, and it works. That's why they keep doing it. That's why the environmental left uses fear and, and fear articles about, Uh, sea levels and and catastrophe. Um, That's why they uh, impregnate uh, 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 the the minds of children with, with real genuine fear. I mean, when you go back and look at those little children in the office of Senator Dianne Feinstein, no hero of mine, by the way, but in the office of Senator Dianne Feinstein, in literal tears that she wasn't doing enough to fight climate change because they were going to die, um, as, as angry as it made me, I was angry at the parents. How, how, how in the heck do you allow your little children to be manipulated like this for a political agenda? Where, where's child protective services when we need them? You have an eight year old girl crying because she doesn't think she's going to live to adulthood because of climate change and only Dianne Feinstein is going to stop it. These people are evil and they are. They're yes, evil and they're it, sick.
2: It's exactly evil. I mean, we said, we talked about, when we text yesterday, about what we're going to talk about, insanity. And I immediately got on the computer and started writing because it just, it, you, you inspired me. Because it is insane. But it's purpose. It's done purposefully. They know what they're doing. We keep calling them stupid and incompetent, and they are. They're incompetent and stupid when it comes to liberty and freedom and independence. But they know what they're doing, and it's what they want. They want a global society... They don't want America free and independent and sovereign. They don't want any country sovereign. And the fact that they've done as little as possible here in the United States to help Ukraine, and I don't know what the whole situation is. I I imagine Ukraine hasn't been any angel in the background of this and we're kind of, some of that is starting to come to the head now as to how this all came about. But killing citizens is still not the right way to handle a situation. But um it's, uh you know, fear-mongering and uh, manipulating the markets, manipulating everything. And that's what you get. Mm-hmm. You get frustrated people. You get people that are afraid. We talk about fear-mongering. The masks and the vaccines, using little children to push these vaccines. The fear-mongering there. We've got kids that refuse to take their mask off because they think they're going to die.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 there are um, we, we, uh, there are so many big big systemic problems facing our nation. The the thirty trillion dollar debt is the one that we should have people most alarmed about. Absolutely. but obviously, I, I I deal with energy. Um, there are lots of issues. Oh, as I'm talking to you, um, uh, President Biden is now finally taking the podium. So I guess we'll find out what he's going to do. You he's
2: always late. Um,
3: <laughs> he's always late. But but that's that was what I was going to say is. Uh, uh, we have serious problems facing us. We can't even have a president who appears on time to make a major an- an announcement. And when he's done making this announcement, whatever he is reading off of the, the, the teleprompter that some 18-year-old staffer who's a poetry grad from Brown wrote for him, um, he's going to jump on Air Force One fossil fuels, and he's going to fly to Texas to talk about vets. Now, I love our vets um, mm. I mean, our war vets, not our veterinarians, who I also love, too, and they keep my sheep healthy. I But if he's going to Texas, why wouldn't he want to meet with the energy industry? He's going to Houston. That's the energy capital of America. Wouldn't you think someone in this administration was smart enough to say, you know what, Mr. President, while we're there, let's just invite a couple of these people to get at least just for the talking point of saying, in my visit to Houston, I met with the 10 CEOs of the largest energy. And, and he can have a private meeting and, and take a nap, which is probably what he would do. <laughs> but but it, even just for the political optics of saying he did this, nope. They don't want the political optics to reach out to the American energy industry. They don't want – you know, and, and it's even funny that he's going to the capital of, of American energy intentionally and shunning this industry in their own backyard, because that is the political message he wants to send. So, yes, he's announcing a ban on Russian oil imports. Uh, Militarily, I can understand why he's doing it. Do I agree with it? I only agree with it if we're going to make up the uh, deficit somewhere, because we need to run our economy. And if we're going to take even 3% out of of our energy consumption, If you consume 2,000 calories a day, right? We consume 20 million barrels of oil. If we consume 2,000 calories a day, but you're going to consume less tomorrow, then you are technically going on a diet, right? Unless you consume the same amount of calories, anything less, your body has to consume itself. Well, when America goes on a diet, people suffer. And right now, the, the president is telling us, you will need to go on a diet. We're either going to get back to the 20 million barrel mark or there's going to be consequences. And this administration is incapable of looking at secondary reactions or or secondary causes. Uh, They they make primary actions. We're going to ban Russian oil. Great. What's going to be the consequence? We're going to set up a no-fly zone in Ukraine. Great. And when the first sacrificial jet crosses over from Russia, and you shoot it down, what's going to be the consequence? We're going to yeah. ban new oil and gas leases. Great. And when energy production drops, what's going to be the consequences? We're going to mandate you buy a Tesla. Okay. And when Tesla prices go through the roof, what's, and, and, and minerals markets and metals markets oh, have doubled. Yeah. yeah. What, and what's the result? And this administration is incapable of looking at step two.
2: Well, they refuse, you know, when we're talking about when we're at a deficit here in the United States, their solution is to look to our enemies. Iran's an enemy. You know, Russia is really an enemy. And Venezuela is not a friend. So we're looking to the enemies to, again, to be temp- dependent on enemies. That's neither a permanent or a good temporary solution. No. The real solution is for... We to go after our own oil. And like I said in my monologue, drill baby drill. We need to bring American independence back. Not just in the oil, but that first. And then we need to start working on our jobs, our pharmaceuticals and everything else that are vital to survival in this country and bring it back home. Bring America home, right? (laughs) You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I'll hear the music. Daniel with Power of the Future will be back. And I'm Beth Ann. And we'll see you in just a moment. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Daniel, we've got a couple of snippets from his speech this morning. Uh, I don't know if you've been able to listen while you're off air or anything, but. Um, Uh, it sounds to me like it's another State of the Union address full of prevarications and lies. He says, we're, we are a net exporter of energy. Now, are we still a net exporter? And then he said, record productions in the U.S. this year and more next year. Is Mm -hmm. any of that
3: true? These are all just lies. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. if you, if you, yeah, if you compare us to 2020 at the height of the pandemic, production is up. And that's what Jen Psaki says. Look, production is up. It is. But 2020 was not exactly the year we want to have as our benchmark. Um, so compared to the, the height of the pandemic, absolutely our numbers are better. Um, and, and we are producing more oil and gas. Um, but that does not mean that, that, that we are in anywhere near uh records. So the year we want to hold on to as our benchmark of what is possible is 2019, and it's the year before the, the, the COVID flu was unleashed from Wuhan uh, and the year before America uh, uh, and the world went, went crazy. Um, so, again, but otherwise, I, these are just the standard lies of this administration. Who has to find a scapegoat? And they will not admit that their policies caused any of this. They can't admit it. So they have to blame someone else. Now, Putin is a wonderful person to blame because he's he's evil. Um, But the oil and gas industry is also to blame because the Biden hates them just as much as he hates Putin, probably even more than he hates Putin. He has tougher sanctions on American oil and gas than he does on on, on Putin. Venezuelan, Ara- Iranian, Saudi, and I guess now I have to take Russia off that list. So um, th- those and, are Biden's real enemies.
2: And, you know, um, they're blaming the war on Trump also. Trump's responsible for Russia going nuts. And, uh, it, it, yeah, they just keep lying. I was going to – I had a little chuckle. I didn't hear the whole thing. You just heard the snippet of Jen Psaki yesterday when somebody was asking her about the – uh x l pipeline there keystone pipeline and uh <clears throat> she said, well, it wasn't that big a bigger a- Production. I mean, she said it didn't bring in that much oil, and so it didn't make a big difference. And and there's other ways that we're bringing that Canadian oil in here. There's other ways we're doing this. And I thought I had this line, this uh, vision in my head of of a bucket brigade just passing the bucket of oil on down here. (laughs) Since we're not using a pipeline, we're doing a bucket brigade. Yeah. Their their excuses and their explanations are so bizarre.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I'm watching, uh, you know, I'm listening to you and paying attention, but again, I saw the Chiron on the news. It says Biden blames the oil firms for not producing more. So for your wonderful <laughs> audience, in case anyone doesn't understand this, and this is the talking point that Jen Psaki keeps saying, there are uh, 9,000 permits. They have 9,000 lease permits, and they're not using them. Um, access to land is step one, right? So you, you need permission to do things, sadly, on, in America, <laughs> you need the government's permission for almost anything. So you get your lease. And there are maybe this 9,000 number is true. Let's just say it is. Once I have my lease, now I need to bring in exploratory equipment. And that's millions of dollars worth of equipment that I probably don't own. I probably have to uh, uh, lease it uh, uh temporarily. Um, and I need a lot of capital for that. So I have to go to a bank. Now, the banks have been told by the Biden administration not to lend to the fossil fuel industry or they will be punished. So where am I going to get the money? But let's say I don't have a money problem. Maybe I do have the money and I lease all this equipment and I bring it to uh, this this field where I want to drill for oil. And I go through all of the exploratory process and every step of the way. There's an EPA administrator. There's the Bureau of Land Management, local person. There's, there's multiple checks between the state, the county, and the federal, all making sure I am doing everything by the book. And then I explore, and now I'm ready to drill. And now I got to go through another permitting process and I need drilling equipment. And that's also millions of dollars of equipment and I need labor and they have to have a salary and they need health care and they need diversity and sexual harassment training classes. And I got to go through all of this process and then we start to drill and now we drill for weeks and weeks and weeks and maybe I need to frack 50% of our oil get wells are used fracking and I got to go through another process and the whole time, I am praying that not only does the government approve all of my permitting and my loans are are, are not being called up, but I gotta hope that some pain in the neck little college kids would start some group, you know, students against fracking on this land, and they come and they chain themselves, and so the whole time I have to go through steps and steps and steps. I haven't made a dime yet, Beth Ann. I haven't produced one barrel of oil, and I am out millions and millions of dollars. So when Jen Psaki says they have leases, why don't they produce oil? That's like looking at me and saying, well, you have a tractor. How come you don't produce corn? Well, there's lots of steps in that process. You're right. The tractor is very helpful. But I have to prepare the land. I have to buy the seed. I have to irrigate. I have to fertilize it. I can't. You don't just have a tractor and have suddenly rows of corn. You don't just have a lease and suddenly have oil. There's lots of steps in the process and millions and millions of dollars. And this administration has made it clear we don't want you to exist. We're going to make it hard. So when Biden says they're not investing in 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 production He's not on un- incorrect. They're not investing in production because why would anyone invest in oil and gas if I know the administration's going to punish me? Well, oil is at one hundred and thirty a barrel. You're right, mm. but the oil, the oil industry under President Trump was at sixty dollars a barrel, and they invested billions. Don't you think they would invest the same, even more now? But they're not. And it's not because of greed, and it's not because they're evil, as Biden wants. It's because they know he has created a business climate. It's the same reason why you didn't open a donut shop in the middle of the pandemic. Well, I know the mayor is not going to allow people to come in. So why would I open a restaurant? It doesn't make any sense. Well, there's no restaurant on this whole strip in downtown St. Louis. It's a great opportunity. It is. Rents are cheap. It is. But I can't open a restaurant because as soon as I do, you're going to tell me to shut down because of COVID. So why would I open one? This is where government doesn't – I'm sorry I'm getting long-winded – but no, this is fine. where government doesn't understand the way the business world works. They can't see beyond step one. And step one is Biden told this – Biden threatened – if you remember, you do because you you play these political games like I do – Biden said he wanted to put oil and gas executives in jail. Yes. Let's not forget he said that. For what they've done to this environment, I'm going to criminally charge them and put them in jail. And now he wants us to invest millions of dollars because he's stupid? That's not how the world works. I'm very sorry, but you can't keep kicking me in the teeth day after day, month after month, for 14 months straight, and now say, oh, come on, how come this dog doesn't like me? Uh, this, uh, that's that's what Biden has done to us, and and the, it, the only thing that's going to change is him. Until he's gone, this industry is not going to respond.
2: Well, the entire administration, the entire administration needs to be gone. Whether we can get that done or not, I don't know, but... He did this the first day on the job when he stopped the key, the key, I'm sorry, the pipeline there. And he further restricted other drilling and other ways. And this article that I have this morning says, and this is, this is huge. And I know you already know the numbers, but you have to see it. This started when he took president. When he took president, it didn't start when Russia invaded Ukraine. It started when pre- Biden took the presidency. And I do mean took. It was, um, right now, the spike in oil is 60% higher than it was in 2022. 60% higher. Russia didn't mean? do that. Ukraine didn't do that. Biden did it. Right. Absolutely. Are you there? (laughs) I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. When we come back, we'll be in the final segment of today's show, and we will be right back.
0: Delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at com That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R dot com cold ship to your door it's vine to bar vine to bar chocolate visit us at vine
2: liberty tabletop brings liberty to your table for those of you who want to display your patriot hearts set your table with liberty the new patriotic flatware pattern by liberty tabletop Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code Bethann and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them
1: 844-386-2338. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity, and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now. More than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224, that's
2: 888-316-2224. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow 6-Piece Towel Set that includes 2 bath towels, 2 hand towels, and 2 washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the Radio Listener Special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your or buy one, get one free pillow towel set. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code Bethann. Or call 81800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethan. Bethann. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. Daniel, you got kinda of quiet there when I made my last comment. I have trouble saying the Keystone XL Pipeline or their XL Keystone <laughs> Pipeline. And I it's because I'm always thinking I'm saying it wrong because I think of the Keystone Cops. I think that's what they were called. You know, when they're falling off the back of the of the truck all the time, so I always have to stop and think, you know. And uh Anyway, so I apologize for my stuttering and stammering, but no, know, it,
0: no, no, that's
3: okay, that's okay, and uh, you know, uh, the Keystone Cops is more like the Keystone
0: President.
2: <laughs> well, they fall off of something all the time, don't they? they do. You were mentioning uh, the the great phrase of of uh, I believe it was Marie Antoinette, or was that who it was? Let them eat cake. Please. And yes, I thought please. about Pelosi the other day. I said, she just tells them let, them, let them eat cheap ice cream with a fork. That's what she yeah. tells them. But I wanted to ask you about Congress, because mm-hmm. our beloved Congress, Democrats even, not all of them, but some of them, they're all for shutting down Russia. And some of them are saying Manchin is one of the ones, you know, to drill. We need to start drilling American oil, you know. Do you think they're sincere? Do you think they're uh, are they playing this political game in war? The war games, you know. Are, what do you think?
3: I think they all see that November is rapidly approaching. <laughs> it doesn't feel Legal that guess. Christmas was already two and a half months ago. And
2: uh,
3: <laughs> yes, I feel like they. Some of them are up for re-election. We have a small ad campaign in multiple states, energy states, where we are highlighting uh, uh, senators who voted to end the sanctions on Nord Stream 2, um, but mm-hmm. have also supported Biden's administration attack on the oil and gas industry. And it wasn't that long ago, way before the Ukrainian invasion, uh, that that Nord Stream 2 was up for discussion and, and Senator Ted Cruz had imposed, uh, had proposed legislation to sanction it. The Biden administration worked feverishly to make sure those sanctions did not go through and and so there are senators from states like Pennsylvania Bob Casey Democrat he voted to end the sanctions but he opposes uh more oil and gas leases Ohio Sherrod Brown same deal he he supported he, he supported Nord Stream 2 doesn't support American industry two from New Mexico both of them Martin Heinrich and John and uh Ben Ray Lujan both from Colorado uh John Hickenlooper, and Michael Bennett, who is up for re-election. So if any of your wonderful Colorado listeners are paying attention right now, when he's running ads saying, I'm Michael Bennett, and I will fight for the people of Colorado, well, you didn't fight for Colorado's oil and gas industry because you sat by silently while the Biden administration punished us. Heck, just a couple minutes ago, he yelled at you for price gouging. But you supported Vladimir Putin's pipeline, Senator Bennett. So explain to me who who who's, who do you represent in the Senate? Right, not the people of Colorado, the fourth largest oil and gas state in the nation. You, you you know you represent other interests, and I just want to know who those interests are. It's the same as any elected official that owns stock in all these green companies that are getting enormous subsidies. And, you know, Joe Biden at a State of the Union. Went on rambling about how GM is building a new plant for electric vehicles and and Ford is building a new plant for electric vehicles. Oh, he's screaming at us when he does it. Well, of course they are, because you've told them we have to have all electric vehicles by 2030. So if I, but then if I told your family that you have to eat nothing but radishes for the rest of your life, I would be very surprised if your neighbor didn't plant a radish for farm. Because you, you've you mandated that they consume this product. So you, again, this is when Joe Biden. Uh,
2: well, and that was part of his made in America, you know, the Trump line. So Biden was saying yep. made in America. Well, that's everything except our own oil.
0: Exactly. That's
2: everything except what goes in these Teslas, these uh, electric cars. Those batteries aren't going to be made in America. No. And I don't and know what components. else parts of them, cause I'm not a car person. I don't know what else that's a part of them that's not gonna be made in America. But if people think they can go on vacation with an electric vehicle, it's gonna take you a little longer, cause you can't drive from here to there with one battery. I don't know how far you can go on a battery. But, and it's not gonna be a 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute stop at the gas station or the, uh, what do they call them? Charging station. You're going to be there a while. No. (laughs) All the gas stations need to put in restaurants, I guess.
3: (laughs) And this goes back to Mayor Pete, our our little Cub Scout transportation secretary. (laughs) Um, He thinks like a typical uh, urban elite. And, And he says we should all have electric vehicles. Because he's only driving a few miles. Well, he pretends to, to bike to work, but we all know that's a lie. No, we saw um, that.
2: We saw we that. We saw that
3: video. And again, <laughs> his huge gas-guzzling SUVs, his whole motorcade. Um, but but if you live in rural America, what what does it what good does it do to know that the next charging station is, is seventy five miles away? I I don't live in the most rural part of America by any means.
2: Well, we'll just be I, happy in rural America because they're going to give yeah. us broadband. And high-speed I, I still have to drive
3: 25 minutes to get to a decent grocery store. And, yeah. and oh, and is it frustrating when you get home and you realize you forgot rosemary and you're making a leg of lamb and you say, like, do I really want to get back in the car and drive 25 minutes? Of course I don't. But when you're Mayor Pete, you just have to go downstairs because he probably lives above a Whole Foods like most urban people do. And that's why the Green New Deal was written by urban elites. And that's why green politics are written by, are are embraced by urban elites. And that's why they talk about pollution and filth, because they live in polluted, filthy cities. But the rest of us, that's not the America we know. That's not the America we experience. I'm looking at the clouds right now because I can't stand the TV anymore. I got the bluest skies and the puffiest white clouds. I don't know what you mean about pollution. I don't know what you mean about filth or dirt because my well and my, my land is pristine in every direction I look. That's America.
2: But, but Daniel, that America
3: is, is you shifting.
2: Don't, you don't understand. The water and the sea level is going up and, and polar bears are dying. <laughs> I don't think they're drowning, but they're dying and it's, it's all a hoax. I mean, none of it is true. And the temperatures no. are not rising. It's cold here today, by the way. We had some 70-degree weather last week, and we're headed into winter. We're going back to winter. I guess oh, that was climate change
3: day. for you, Beth Ann. Look and at it that. It changes
2: every day around here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And we've yeah. allowed these people and their stupidity to make big boy and girl decisions. And we allowed that little Greta Thunberg to scare mm. our politicians into making political decisions. And we allowed it to seep into our discourse. And it's as stupid as, as, as the, the, the pronoun games in, in, in school. It's as stupid as the bathroom with these little tiny petty insignificant we blow them up to the point that we actually think that they're serious. And we need adults to dismiss them and say, you don't have a place at the table anymore. America has big problems. And it takes real solutions to fix them. And we can fix them.
2: permanently. But all solutions. these little
3: petty things have to get brushed aside. And we climate change is it. one of them.
2: We can fix it permanently. Unlike a short-term solution, I guess. You know, So Cub Scout and judge says. We we know how to fix it permanently, and they refuse to do it. It's not that they don't know to do it. It's that they refuse to do it, and America needs to take notice. It's not they don't know. It's that they refuse. Daniel, it's always a pleasure. I wish we had two hours. (laughs) It's always a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate it so much. Lots more questions here we'll have, and hopefully you can join us again Friday to help us bring America home.
4: Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that, they're criminals. I'm gonna open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, We can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws.
5: Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face and the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.